This is Ethereal Aeons Activation. If you're new to the channel, I'm Leslie Demai. Everyone else, welcome back. This is part three of our three-part series on soul consciousness. Here's what we discussed in the previous videos. And in this final video, we're talking about soul retrieval. So what happens to the soul after the soul fragmentation, also known as soul loss? And how can we call it back home to ensure that our energetic field is intact so our physical body, emotions, personality, thoughts are pristine. And so that lower energies can no longer piggyback off of our off of our energy. Ultimately, we can evolve past matrix programs and traumas and the energy harvesting that's currently occurring here more than ever. Soul fragmentation or soul loss is the soul's coping mechanism when enduring traumas, shock, emotional, or physical pain and suffering. I think anyone who hears soul fragmentation or soul loss gets an intuitive nudge that, hey, I think I may have been, I think this is happening to me. I think this has happened to me. I think people automatically know that there's truth to this. And we're going to start to get deeper into how we can begin to integrate these parts of us that are either lost, are possessed by something, or are hiding thinking that they're in a safer place than back with you in your own energy field. So common ways that soul retrieval is done can be done through a shaman, hypnotherapy, rituals, astral travel, lucid dreaming, dry fasting, plant medicine, breath work, elemental and spirit allies, and connecting with your true self. Also, myofascial trigger release consistent energy work with sun gazing, sound healing, and deep spiritual cleansing. Some of these ways are pretty common and some are not. A soul fragment can be retrieved quickly. When you work with a shaman, they can get a big chunk of something that's been hiding, being held captive through a single session with, with you. And so that's one way. Or it can be done through increasing your consciousness and healing through the modalities I just listed. So these are all practices that I have done personally with the intention of deep healing and integration. So when you heal on this level, you revive the soul. There are also exercises you can do on your own to bring back into to bring you back into an emotional state to confront the trauma if you're conscious of it. And you confront that version of yourself that was left behind with a sovereign approach. You would confront it how typically some of us will say, oh, I wish I would have done this. I wish I could have done it this way. Well, you can go back to that imprint of a memory and trauma and reshape it. But for now, we can't go into soul retrieval without going over some of the basics of the shamanic healer because they have been practicing soul retrievals for at least tens of thousands of years. And the shaman, and you can also call a shaman a magical practitioner, commands, creates, communicates, retrieves, or banishes during altered states of consciousness. They have magical imbued instruments, and you've all seen the shamanic drum or rattle, um, and you can, but not always use plant medicine. So the shaman might be using plant medicine or he might not. Magical tools like crystals bring light to dark places that they might encounter. Clear quartz. I was just reading something about this as well. It's one of the most powerful tools 
that you can use in dark places. Also, smokes and sacred herbs are used as well because they all carry their own energy, protective mechanisms, and also allies as well. So there is a direct connection with spirit animals and elemental forces that shamans nurture are and that they're in constant communication with. So some cultures have literal objects that are called soul catchers. Here's an image of one. If you take a look at the description here, this is a soul catcher. And once the soul is retrieved, they blow it through the breath back into the person they're working with through the head, the heart, or the solar plexus. So the soul gifts us our breath, which this makes complete sense. You might notice a big sigh of relief when you're clearing blockages or when you're stretching, when you're finding peace. It's that, you know, we've all, we've all had these moments. And if you are someone that practices self-healing regularly, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it's very similar. However, the shaman is, you can compare them to a precise surgeon. However, their expertise and skills are performed energetically. And to initiate a healing, the shaman journeys out of the body on a mission in the non-ordinary reality. So these other planes are not bound to the experiences here in the third dimension. Um, there are no rules. There are no limits. These planes exist in three primary territories, the upper world, the middle world, and the lower world. Shamans have always attributed sickness, disease to soul loss or soul possession. They understand our physical and mental nature is a direct reflection of our energy field not the other way around. So this reality is also known as the upside down world or the inverted world where everything that they teach you is either the complete opposite or it's a half truth, which in my opinion, that's a flat lie. So begin to understand your energy body and you will begin to understand everything about yourself. Venture out of the mind, out of the thoughts, through the heart, into the realms beyond this one if you want to know what is beyond this reality, because that is a common question that a lot of people want to know. They want to know who they were, who they are, what's beyond the physicalities here. And that's the only way to do it. So don't just analyze uh, through thoughts and through just reading or these types of things, the logical mind. Do the journeying yourself when you are ready. If you already journey to the non-physical planes, start to map it out as the shaman constructs astral maps to navigate the realities. A shaman can also help retrieve aspects of the souls that would have taken years to retrieve on your own, or even aspects of the souls that remain lost or possessed. So I have worked with different shamans, working with a good friend of mine, Rogelio Rodriguez in Sedona. He's been practicing Toltec wisdom for almost 40 years, and I had a cleansing done a while back there was no plant medicine. He blew sacred tobacco and other smokes and used his tools. And like I said, within one minute, there was major visuals, sensations, blockages, all coming up. I was transported. So shamans are powerful healers. They're spiritual doctors. Use with discretion, of course, but you will know intuitively if you're ready to work with one. 
be very aware of who you're dealing with. Notice their energy, notice your intuition. I have also worked with many sessions with my partner, Thanush, who is a shaman as well. He's a magical practitioner, a magician. He specializes in dark energy extractions and protection rituals. And it's the same type of experience. However, for myself, when he works on me or when he has worked on me, I tend to have physical sensations come up in areas where I'm holding trauma and areas that need to be released. And so it's, it can get sloppy sometimes, you know, doing energy healing is not something that's clean and it's like, you know, going to just be hearing just beautiful ohms going around, you know, it, it can get very messy. And so, um, dealing, working with someone that you trust completely to, to map out your own energy field is very important. And so I will have the links in the descriptions to this to these two healers I worked with personally and who still offer energy healing shamanic sessions. However, if you are an experienced self-healer and you already know that you're your own shaman, it is more so about approaching the progression of your shamanic mystical abilities, already knowing astral defense and shielding and already being in your power to a certain degree where you don't fall into traps and you start believing whatever you encounter in the astral realm, you have to really know how to read energy and to go with those subtle nudges that come in. So it can be a maze of illusions in the astrals as well. So know yourself first and trust yourself first. In the book, Soul Retrieval, Mending the Fragmented Self by Sandra Ingerman, she goes into different places during soul retrievals. She's a shamanic healer as well. I'm going to give you a couple examples of what can happen to a soul that has been fragmented. What happens to it? Where does it go? Why hasn't it come back? Will it ever come back? We'll get into that now. And we'll take a couple just short quotes from her book that I feel will help to paint a better picture. Uh, take note that the people she works with have endured deep traumas. So here's a passage from the book detailing this one example. In response, he took me back into Carol's life. Suddenly, I found myself watching what happened to her when she was three years old. As I watched, I saw something for which I was totally unprepared. As a rape was taking place, I saw Carol's soul, her essence, separate from her body and leave. As I watched her departing soul, I saw that it had gone into a place known in shamanism as the void, a place of pitch darkness, silence, and lifelessness. It became clear to me that Carol's soul had been in the void ever since childhood rape. Continuing my journey, I began tracking her directly in the void, holding the intention clear that I would find her. I could not see in the blackness, and so I called out her name. The voice of a small child answered, I am here. I can't see you, I yelled back. Can you see me? Yes, she called. I asked her if she wanted to come back with me. Yes, she answered. And she then has an illustration of herself in the astral realms, bringing back the three-year-old version of her client, Carol. And she then brought it back into the physical and blew that version into her client. 
And so again, this was a part of the child that was endured such trauma on such a deep level that it's no wonder it escaped out. It evacuated the main energy field to run, to hide. So that's one example. And uh, at this point, the author, when she's talking about this, she was working with her animal spirit. So she had guidance as well. Shamanic healers will work with elemental forces and their spirit animals to retrieve a soul that is being held captive or being guarded by other forces. Now, I also have another example here, and this is taken from the same book. I'll have a link of the book in the description as well. So here's the next, another example, and um, where she talks about journeying into the cave of lost children. So the cave of lost children is one in the book. Ingerman says, one of the most heart-wrenching places in all of the inner worlds. She says, as my eyes adjust to the darkness, I see the outline of hundreds of children of all races huddling together in the cave. Hundreds of huge, sad eyes, black, brown, and blue, stare me. My heart contracts with pain to see. I see them in their timeline reality, their timeless reality, lost, unwanted, and frightened, always waiting. So your soul, a lot of times they're waiting to come back home. They're waiting for the next transition state, but it's almost like taking that plunge. Um, we're often scared to take that plunge into the unknown. So we'd rather just stay where we are and you kind of become your own captive prisoner. And it's your job as the true self when you're in your flow state to go back and retrieve those pieces if you want to be whole and integrated. On the contrary, a soul might be residing where it feels safe. And during some of my experiences, I have found myself in familiar places that hold a lot of significance to myself, either now or as a child. Um, and when I go back to these places, they look pretty similar, but they feel empty. And it's always just the version of myself that was left behind. And it's where this, that piece of yourself feels safest. And so pieces of your soul might be calling you to come back home. They might be calling you because they're lost. So listen to the nudges and act on it during your meditations and other mystical journeys, which leads me to ways to clear blockages and enhance your energy field to get your energy flowing through the meridians and the main energy portals and integrate more light to banish any dark energies contained within your field. Because as I mentioned in video two, if there's aspects with yourself that fled, something is going to fill that hole. And so uh, video two talks a lot about entity attachments. And so that's why cleansing your vessel with these spiritual practices that I've mentioned earlier are of the utmost importance. Because when you're doing that work, what's going to follow next is a natural progression to soul retrieval to those soul fragments that are calling you that are calling out to you so a self-healing tip is going into healing sessions with the intention of retrieving what wants to come home inviting the parts of yourself that want to be heard or reunited first so people are constantly nagged by aspects of their shadow like a child wanting attention this can look like emotionally regressing in certain aspects of your life. But when you are the healer, you need to understand that these aspects are just parts of yourself that need to be integrated. It's not always just entities that are pulling at you. 
It can be that, but it's also parts of you that are asking for attention. And all you got to do is bring your light to it and see it as the observer to then allow it to no longer need any attention. It's been recognized and it's been directly penetrated with your light. So these were some examples of what can happen to the soul on how to retrieve the soul and, you know, what happens after that. You're going to see drastic changes in your life. People who have had sessions with shamanic healers and hypnotherapy sessions and even sessions with energy healers and working with people on a regular you know, I'm also a spiritual coach working with people regularly. It has such a drastic impact on their life because what happens is what's in the, what's on the forefront of their consciousness is healing, is soul consciousness. And sometimes it, that's all it takes to create the most incredible ascending ascension of energy. And when that happens, you're blasting away all the dense, all the darkness out. And so you become light on your feet again. You become light in your heart again because you are vibrating at a higher frequency, no longer being held down by these constraints. So if you resonate with this video, if you feel like you want to journey and take that journey of deep healing to the level of your soul coming back to your own energy field, um, I just highly invite you to continue reading on this and continue doing your practices, everything I mentioned on a regular, because nothing is more important than actually embodying these practices consistently, especially now. Stop spending your time focusing on what's going on externally. All of that is literally done to prevent you from doing this work. We live in a reality that will do anything that it can in its power to keep these soul fragments contained and away from you. Reunite with these pieces of yourself and it is worth investing in yourself. It is worth paying the money, doing what you got to do, doing the work, not being lazy, whatever it is, whether you choose to hire a shaman, whether it is you want to maybe sign up for a course and learn different ways of meditating, whatever it is, that is what's worth it in the end. Uh, and that's what it takes to come back, to invite those pieces of yourself back home where it is safe. Make sure your vessel is a safe place for when your essence comes back in, it won't have to endure anything like that again. So preventing this from happening further is the best way to invite other aspects of yourself that may be fragmented to come back in. Check out the links in my description. I have a ton of services and other things that I've mentioned throughout the video that will be down below. Take a look, see what cost you, make sure you click and subscribe, like the video and share. And also check out video one and two. I will see you guys very soon. Thank you so much.